Hey guys, on today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about the 100X Expansion Conference that I'm at this weekend. Uh, we're talking about Kingdom and Kingdom Expansion, and then I'm going to give some shout outs to people. Uh, it's going to be short and sweet today, but you don't want to miss it. Let's go! Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It, sh- it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you, motivate you, and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and, and not be afraid to say, go, go ahead, check my background. My name is Jaden Gum. And this is Background Check. You already know. Let's go. You can check my background. I'm a forgiving felon, so tell them that I won't back down now. You can bet I won't live in regret. It's time to earn some respect. You are tuning in to Background Check. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Background Check Podcast, where we believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It should pay you back. I'm your host, J.D. and Gum, and uh, it's always brought to you by Forgiven Felons. And Clarity Roofing and Solar. Forgiven Felons, we like to help people with the past realize their future. Clarity Roofing and Solar. Go Visit them at clarityroofingandsolar.com. The number and uh, website are in the show notes. But uh, if you need a new roof or just an estimate, you're not sure if that last hailstorm, that windstorm, whatever, did some damage to your roof, call my friends at clarityroofingandsolar.com and... Uh, and yeah, they they will make sure they'll come out and give you Joe, my friend. He he owns the company. Um, they're amazing supporters of Forgiven Felons, and they'll give you a, a free estimate and tell you what to do. And then if uh, solar's, you know, uh, a right fit for your home, man, we're enjoying our solar panels. We are enjoying producing energy and owning our energy instead of renting it. So, uh, all right, background check. What are we all about? We're all about uh, making sure our background that stole from us. All those years, stole jobs, stole family, stole finances, stole relationships, stole so many opportunities in our lives. We're making sure that we leverage that and make it pay us back by sharing our story, writing a book, speaking. I mean, sometimes it literally pays us back by handing us a check for services that we render. You know, become a life coach and talk about your story. Let your story help others. It's paying you back. Even if you share your story with one person. Uh, and they and there and you point your story points them to Jesus and they are brought to the cross and they ask Jesus to come into their heart and live as Lord and Savior. Your background paid you back immensely. And so that's what we believe. That's why I come on here and share uh, topics that help you help uh, all of us uh, make our background pay us back. But also you get to hear from guests who through whatever whatever uh, avenue they're they're making their background pay them back but we also have other guests on here that work with people that have backgrounds uh, judges lawyers ceos second chance programs volunteers in prison and uh we've got we've had some killer episodes this year and uh we've got some some nice ones coming up too okay so um but i am this weekend uh march 9th through 11th i am at a um a, contra- a conference called 100X Expansion Conference. And uh, 100X is all about expanding the kingdom a hundredfold. Uh, Pedro Adeo, I never heard of him. I'd heard of him, but I'd never heard him speak, never heard any of his content until this weekend. And it's simply amazing. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about that in just a minute, but I want to give some shout outs. I'm just going to run through these. Uh, listen, a lot of you are, are sending stuff in, wanting me to 
read a book, wanted me to um, make phone calls for you, do research for you. That unfortunately, that's not what we do. Um, you know, uh, we right now, right? We don't do that right now. Okay, but hang on. When we get our resource center, we will have a a department. We will have a person and persons in charge of receiving those things that you're trying to get help with. And uh, we'll be able to help you in a larger way. So if you don't get a response from something that you ask me to do, it's because I have a thousand other things I have to do every single day. And we just don't have the bandwidth and the manpower to do all those things. So, uh, but don't, don't be discouraged, you know, hang tight. Once we get a resource center and we get a volunteer in here and they're able to start, you know, uh, doing some of this other stuff that we can try to help you with, we want to be able to help you in, in a much deeper way. And also, uh, we, we got some exciting news. Uh, there's a house there's, you know, right now we're in a duplex and the the lease is going to end May 31st and the new landlord's going to jack up the rent because he has to, because, um, the old landlord just let us, you know, have really good low rent for so many years and, uh, but we're not going to be able to afford it. And then it's a duplex with two separate addresses. And if we did that with the city of Dallas, we'd have to register two boarding homes and we'd only get to house about, you know, eight people. Um, but this, this, all of a sudden, this lady uh, with Kingdom Legacy Company, realtor, realtor, broker, developer, she sent us a house and said, would, would forgiven felons be interested in renting this? And, uh, and I said, yeah, would we have the option to buy it too one day? And she said, yeah, it's actually one property, but it's got a main house and a guest house. And you guys be praying. I've already toured it. We, we're going through some things about whether or not they can be fixed or not. We're, we're, we're having to start all over. And those of you in prison uh, or on parole, you, you already know the system uh, can be very slow sometimes. And so we have to start all over with this new address and go through the whole thing we did 11 years ago when we applied for a transitional house. So hopefully y'all just pray for favor because these people need to get this house rented. They represent the owners of the house. The owners have been gracious and said, yes, we will. We want you to have the house. So we're going to wait for this process. We, we're also going to register this one as a boarding home in the city of Dallas. So that's a process as well. So, you know, I thought this whole time we were going to be doing, um, you know, focusing on the resource center and phasing out the house. But, you know, the kingdom, which you'll hear me talk about in just a minute, the kingdom is, is about and not or. I thought because of money, we could only do the resource center or the housing, and we were going to choose the resource center. But this weekend, I felt like God was saying through through uh, Pedro at the 100X conference that the kingdom of God is about and. We can do the resource center and provide housing for these guys coming out of prison. It's going to be a nicer house. We can still house up to eight people, and uh, everybody except one room will have their own room. So uh, it, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. So you guys be in prayer about that. So we're not going anywhere as far as the reentry housing. And eventually we're going to have permanent housing, an apartment building for, for people that just need not transitional housing. All right. So uh, y'all keep, keep that in your prayers. Um, William McAlexander of the Palage unit. Thank you for writing in and listen, if you wrote in and requested a uh, application, let me just say today, March, uh, what is this? 10th. If you haven't heard back from me or received an application, will you do me a favor and write again and ask for an application and do me this favor right on the front of the envelope need application. And that way we can prioritize it and send you an application. Uh, Christina has, uh, Christina Huckberry from the San Saba unit. I can't read your last name. Um, let's see if that one, uh, who is it? Who Maybe it's who Um, 
Miss Janet, Janet Smith, Janet Dudick Smith. Uh, thank you for writing in. Uh, let's see who, who else we got. Louis, Louis Vasquez, Louis Vasquez. Uh, I think I was actually talking to somebody about you guys, about you. So, uh, we need to figure out what you need. Pedro, Pedro Munoz from Ventura, California. Uh, thank you for writing in Michael Perry, Michael Perry, uh, doesn't say what unit you're on, but, um, thank you for writing in John Michael Nava at the, uh, N5 unit. It was at Fort Stockton. I think. Yeah. John Michael Nava. I think, I think, uh, somebody has been talking to me about you too. So we'll, I think you need an application, but we'll get you one. Uh, let's see here. Patrick West Owens, uh, Arizona. Thank you for writing in from Arizona. William, let's see, William, I can't read the last name, but it's from um, a, a prison in Wrightsville, Arkansas. So, uh, William, thank you for writing in. Kenneth, Kenneth from the uh, Northeast Correctional Center, thank you for writing in, man. Let's see who we got here, Carl Morgan. Carl Morgan, I think that's from, uh, yeah, you're from the Arizona. Michael King, oh no, Kincaid, maybe it's Kincaid. That's from Ventura, California. Man, we're getting popular in Ventura, California. Y'all keep spreading the word. Thank you so much. Roderick Griffin at Hutchins State Jail. Uh, thank you guys for writing in. And um, uh, let me see. I think I got some more shout-outs uh, regarding that. Let me see here. Uh, I don't know where it went. <clears throat> let me see. Latrice uh, Murray from uh, my old unit, Lockhart unit. I think it's called Coleman unit now. Uh, hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. Latrice, thank you for writing in. Let's see. John Chambly, uh, I believe you're coming to Forgiven Felons. So uh, hang in there, man. You, you'll get, you'll make parole sooner or later. Don't, don't, don't get, uh, yeah, don't get, don't get too down, bro. All right. Uh, let me see here. Who is this? Uh, oh, Roderick, you, yes. We're going to try to forward that to uh, Miss, uh, Miss Jackson. And uh, let's see. I got some more shout outs here. Calvin Jones, Torres Terry, uh, Con, Con Alexander, Andre Thomas, Damon Hodge, Jermaine Griffin, Quinnell Hick, Cedric Forsey. Uh, what's up, guys? Thank y'all for all writing in and, and uh, listening to the show. Uh, let me see here. Who's this one? Oh, Kylie Mitchell. Kylie Mitchell. Uh, great story. Um, yes, I will do my best. Uh, in fact, we got another interview coming up with Richard Miles. Can't guarantee anything, but um, but yes, I'll do my best. All right, and um, but, but yes, heartbreaking story. And uh, thank you for finally writing in, though. Thank you for finally writing in. Let's see who else we got here. We got somebody, uh, Murphy Campbell. You're at the uh, in, uh, the Iman unit. Iman, Amen, Arizona. So thank you for writing in. Uh, and you know, if you go back and listen to some of the other episodes regarding, um, you know, your same case, you know, some, some of your same story, if you go back and listen to some of those other episodes, they, they do give tips and hints on how to come out and, uh, you know, and live a life, um, after, after incarceration. So, uh, just do that, bud. Uh, let's see, Latrice, I already, I already had you on there. Uh, who is this? Uh-oh. Oh, Matthew. Matthew Essery, the Varner unit in Arkansas. Um, man, yes, I loved your letter. And um, 
Yes, uh, the Pathway of Freedoms. I think you talk about Pathway to Freedom. I'm not going to be able to contact anybody, but um, but man, thank you for the kind words you said. And uh, we're going to keep we're going to keep the podcast coming. Let me see who else did. I think somebody sent me a little card. Uh, I think I already said Kevin Hartsville and everybody at the Gib Unis, Gib Lewis unit. That was a Christmas card. I think I shouted you out already. Um, Brian Pryor from Arizona. Brian Pryor, did I already give you? I may be repeating some of these. I don't know. Dennis Lund uh, from the Huntsville unit. Thank you. Thank you uh, for writing in and letting us know that the Huntsville unit, the walls, is online and, and listening to us. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, Amber Miller, I think, I don't know if you're still in the South Carolina jail, but um, we're praying for you, girl. We're praying for you. And uh, yeah, I think these are some of these are repeats, but thank you guys for writing in. And again, thank you for letting us know that your jail or your unit uh, uh, is, is online and we appreciate you. And again, if you write in and, and want to forward, um, we do forward, take pictures of and, and text uh, some of the guests that you tell us had an impact on your life, we do forward those to those things. We can't always guarantee that they're going to correspond with you, but uh, we do forward your messages to the guests. So real quick, I just want to talk about um, I'm at the 100X Expansion Conference this weekend, hanging out with my good friend Twan Nguyen and Corey Davis and here in Dallas. And this the, the leader of the conference is called Pedro. His name is Pedro Adeo. And he's all about, you know, about five or six years ago, he started this conference called 100, 100X. And it's all about kingdom. And it's all about expansion of the kingdom of God. Let me, let me you know, make sure we understand we're talking about the kingdom of God. And the difference between being a Christian and being part of the kingdom. You know, and I like how some he says, he says, I don't even tell people I'm Christian anymore. He, he says, I tell them I'm kingdom. He said, because... We have so watered down Christianity. We have so um, misstrewn what what it means to be a Christian that he says I don't even I don't even like telling people I'm a Christian anymore. I just tell them I am kingdom, and you know the kingdom is all about expansion. Jesus didn't didn't walk around preaching church. He didn't. In fact, the church I don't think is very mentioned very much in the Bible at all. Uh, except when it refers to just the the bride of Christ is the church, the body of Christ. But he preached kingdom, and he preached kingdom expansion, and uh, he, he he taught kingdom principles. One of the principles that I wrote down was that the kingdom of God is and and not or. So that's why we're going forward with a house and the resource center. Um, the kingdom comfort is not a value in the kingdom. <laughs> we know that because of the life Jesus lived. You know, um, you know, it doesn't really say where he lived as an adult in his ministry. He kind of traveled and just kind of stayed wherever, you know, that's not very comfortable at all to do that. Uh, he died, didn't die comfortably. He didn't, um, the, the, the events leading up to his death was not very comfortable. Uh, comfort is not a, is not a value in the kingdom. In fact, it's not even value in, in growth and personal development. You got to get out of your comfort zone if you're going to grow and develop, um, expansion expansion is the will of god for his kingdom not recession so even when the world is just being torn up with inflation and and and, and almost you know we keep changing the definition of recession or we'd be in a recession two or three times but you know god's kingdom is not affected by the current recession or current inflation and if you if you if you don't believe me try tithing 
Try tithing. Even secular people understand tithing. Even secular people give part of their money away. Uh, I heard uh, Pedro say, Oprah gives 10% of everything she brings in. It goes right back out the door to charities. And, and you know, and she, she understands that, man, you sow, you're going to reap. And, uh, and so sometimes it's hard for us Christians. Like, I can't afford to tithe. But some secular people understand the, the, the natural, the, the universal spiritual law of sowing and reaping and tithing. Um, kingdom expansion can only expand if, if we expand as individuals. If I expand and you expand, then, then it's us and we are expanding. We, the kingdom, are, ex, are, are expanding. Uh, expansion proceeds creation. It, it proceeds creation. There's a need to expand and then you can't expand without creating. So I have to create to expand. Uh, we're never more like God when we create to expand than when we create to expand. See, God saw the world, the universe is void and dark and empty. It, there was something there. It was, it was formless, voidless and without form, but he needed to expand. And when he expanded, he created and he created earth he created the sea, the water, the, all the animals. He created me and you. He created mankind. And so the purpose of our life is to be like God, think like God, act like God. And, and we're never more like him than when we understand that we have to expand his kingdom in any way we can. You know, kingdom expansion doesn't necessarily happen on Sunday morning. There's some people that get saved on Sunday morning. There are. And, and it's great. I like the way Pedro said it. He's, he said, um, Sunday morning, we're just, you know, we're the salt of the earth. And Sunday morning, we're just salt in salt. We're just salting salt. And I, and I mean, I, we need Sunday mornings. We need the nights of the week where there's Christian education and we're learning, personally developing. We need those because that is training up and discipling and, and making disciples. We need those. So we need the salt salting the salt, you know, a little bit, but if you don't take your salt shaker, uh, Monday through Saturday and, or, or whenever you're not being discipled and, and trained and personally developed spiritual, when you don't take you, you're, you're the shaker, you're the, you're the salt shaker. Me and Herb talked about it on, on his episode. You know, we're, we're, all, we're, we're salt. If we're Christians and we're kingdom, we're, we're salt. Our shakers may look different. Our shakers may pour differently, shake differently, but we're, we're, we're salt shakers. And if we're not shaking our salt out wherever we go in work in play and recreation, then we're not living, we're not living the kingdom. And, uh, uh, one of the other things he said from the conference was, he said, he said, listen, kingdom, kingdom is pretty much, um, I'm trying to remember how he said it, but he was talking about the revival. He said, listen, the revival is great. He said, but revival is needed because something's dead. He said, I want to live a life that doesn't need revival. I want to be so alive that I don't have to be revived. And and he said, if we're living kingdom, then we're, we're showing people how to do that. We're, we're, we're shaking our salt on people and teaching them how to live a life that's so alive in Jesus that we don't need revival. You know, now revival is important because there's always going to be some walking dead that we need to have a revival. 
But you, people should be looking at you and, and it should spark a revival in their own heart. Are, are people looking at you and going, man, I want some of that. I, I, I want to be like that. I want what they have. They should in the kingdom, in the kingdom. Kingdom is all about expansion, not recession. Uh, one of the other notes I wrote down was we can only hear from the Holy Spirit and from God as much as our faith will let us. So if you're not hearing from God, you don't think you hear from God. Um, you know, uh, in the Bible, there's several instances of the, the, where there was a voice from heaven that was heard, but everybody else around that person only heard like thunder. So there was a couple instances where some people heard a voice and, and then other people heard thunder at the same time that voice was going on. And it's usually the people that were already living for God, living for Jesus, the, 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 you know, the heroes of the Bible that were uh, hearing the audible voice and then the unbelievers and people around that were hearing the thunder. And, and so he, he, he made the statement, we can only hear as much as our faith will let us. So what's your faith like? Faith is a muscle. You got to work it out. You got to work it out and you got to start having faith, a lot more faith. I'm, I'm going to increase my faith. I, I want to challenge you to as well. Uh, we talked a little bit about wisdom. There can be, you can have wisdom in the word, wisdom in the way and wisdom in the spirit and wisdom in community. And, uh, there's, there's, they also talked about, um, you know, just being vulnerable, being open kingdom is all about being a safe space for people to share their struggles. Uh, you know, why, why do so many people, church people, uh, church leaders fall from grace? because they don't feel like they have a, spa a safe space to talk to anybody about their struggles. And we've just created this culture in church and religion where it's just, you hide your faults. Some churches don't have any recovery, substance abuse, Christ-centered recovery uh, discipleship programs. Because if they did, then that would mean people would have to admit that they struggle with something. You know, so God bless you, all you churches that have it. I know prison, they're on every unit, but that's a discipleship program for people who are struggling with substance abuse and addiction to anything really. And, and we need that. We need that. That's part of the kingdom is being vulnerable and saying, I'm, this is where I struggle. Can you help me? Um, I'm excited. Uh, we got two more days of this conference. So maybe, uh, maybe next week or on background checking, I'll share something else, but just remember, listen, if you're part of the kingdom of God, you uh, are called to expand the kingdom of God, to go into all the world, make disciples. Sometimes your world is right next door in the next cell. Sometimes your world is right there in the gym, uh, in the coffee shop. You know, that person that, that the Holy Spirit just has you keep locking eyes with, not a, not in a, a opposite sex sexual way, but just in a, in a like a, a Holy Spirit kind of way. Say, hey, we need to pour some salt on this person. But don't forget to pour the salt. Not on wounds. Uh, sometimes salt on wounds is not good. But the healing power of the salt of the world, the right amount, the right time, in the right way, can change someone else's life. And that's what kingdom is all about. So, uh, listen, if you're not a part of the kingdom of God, you, you may be sitting there thinking, man, how do I become a part of the kingdom of God? I'm a Muslim or I'm a Buddhist or I'm, I'm an agnostic, I'm atheist, I'm, I, you know, I've never given my heart to the Lord. Or maybe you say I've, I've given my heart to the Lord like you, JDN, but then I strayed and walked away from my faith purposely, intentionally, willfully walked away from my faith and I need to come back. You know, uh, you know, if you're struggling with some, some, some stuff and you need to get back on track, I'm going to pray, I'm going to pray a prayer and we're going to pray 
um, and you can you can take care of that today. All right. So let's pray. Father, this is for everybody who wants to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and to get back on track as well. I want you to repeat after me. You can do it right from your cell, right from the gym, right from the car, wherever you are. Jesus, I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you died on the cross for my sins and that you rose from the dead and you're sitting at the right hand of the Father praying for me, interceding for me right now. And I believe that in my heart. And I know the word says that if I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart, I shall be saved. And so I confess that right now, Jesus, and I ask you to come into my heart and live, not just as my Savior who saves me from my sin, but also Lord of my life, so that you can begin leading me through your Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you for everyone who just prayed that prayer. Lord, I thank you that they are part of the kingdom now, and you took their old heart out, and you gave them a new heart. And I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you that you're going to be... letting them read the Bible in a different, from a different perspective. Lord, I pray for the ones who prayed that prayer and because they've, they've strayed from their Christian faith and they're getting back on track today. I pray over them. I pray that, that we see, Lord, through kingdom eyes, stretch our faith, expand us, expand our world, expand our territories, give us new people, give us people to disciple and new people to lead to the Lord. Thank you for your kingdom economics. Thank you for your kingdom perspective, Lord. Help us to understand that we can't just be a Christian. We got to be kingdom. Help us to understand that sometimes kingdom means coming out of our comfort zone. Help us to understand that we need to increase our faith to expand the kingdom. Thank you, Lord. Help us to create. Help us to create to expand. Give us ways to be creative because we know we're never more like you than when we create and expand. Father, I pray over everyone. Let them have a great weekend. Give them everything they need this weekend. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, love you guys, and we'll see you uh, on Monday morning, Background Check-In. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast brought to you by Forgiven Felons helping people with a past realize their future. For more information, please visit ForgivenFelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm J.D. Gum, and this has been Background Check.